In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There is a temptation to be very lukewarm in our faith. Lukewarm meaning we kind of go along for the ride. Knowing that our religion, it's probably the truth, or I have faith that it's the truth, but not really giving our full effort to reach it or to understand it. We might receive the sacraments frequently. We might come to Mass every Sunday. We might go to confession once in a while. But in the end, we really don't understand the meaning. And we don't care to know about the meaning. This is what it means to be lukewarm. Praying only when we feel like it. Praying only when we're going through a bad time. There is a big temptation to treat our faith in this way. Simply showing up, simply going along for the ride is not enough. We are made for more. We are called to do more. And this gospel passage really emphasizes, um, we see this especially in uh, what Jesus is, in the conversation that Jesus is having with this man. So Jesus is journeying toward Jerusalem. He is journeying toward His cross, journeying towards His death. Journeying towards the place where He will give salvation to us. And then He gets asked a question about salvation. Someone asked Him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? How many people will be saved? How many people will go to heaven? And rather than answering with numbers or percentages, Jesus speaks in language that says many and few. Jesus says, For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. Many. So that means the people that will enter in the kingdom of God through the narrow door will be few. And we must strive to be among the few. We must strive to enter the narrow gates. Christ leaves the narrow door open for us. He doesn't reject us from it. He leaves it open. But the door will one day lock. The door will not be open for us at the day of our death. So we have our life on earth to seek this door, to strive to enter it. And if we become shocked that after we die, we don't enter the kingdom because we were lukewarm, because we didn't take our faith seriously, because we didn't strive hard enough, because we didn't work, if we're shocked that after we die we cannot enter the kingdom, or saying that we're Christians or Catholic by name, which is not enough, then we should not be surprised if the Master rejects us. So, we must take our salvation seriously. There's a responsibility here. There is something that should be sought after with all our minds and all our hearts. 
This may take blood, this may take sweat and tears and real effort, but in the end, the reward is worth it. The reward is eternal happiness. The reward is life with God. The life that makes us happy. That is our reward. It's not for nothing. So what does it mean to take our salvation seriously? What does this look like day to day? Well, it means not being comfortable with where we are. It means not being satisfied with going along for the ride. It means taking time out of our day to read the Bible, to read the Word of God, to understand the Word of God and interact with it, meditate with the Word of God, having Christ speak to us through His Word. The Scriptures are essential. If we're not reading the Bible, if we don't understand the stories of Scripture, then we are doing something wrong and we should change that. We should read a little bit each day. And if we don't understand something, then it's okay to ask. It's okay to see. It's okay to understand. There's nothing wrong with that. It also means daily meditation, daily prayer. Just a little bit to begin is enough. Just five minutes of silence. We can do it in our rooms. We can do it in the Adoration Chapel. We can do it anywhere. In our car rides to work, in our car rides anywhere. We have the time to pray and meditate. And we should take advantage of that time. We must acknowledge the presence of God at home in our work. God's presence is everywhere. And when we call to mind that presence, when we understand where He is and who He is, and allow Him to enter our space, then we can have the mindfulness to act correctly, to love our neighbor, to treat others with respect. This is how we can push ourselves to enter by the narrow door. This is how we can do it. And we have a taste of what is beyond that narrow door at every single Mass. In this Gospel, Jesus says, Men will come from east and west, and from north and south, and sit at table in the Kingdom of God. In the Kingdom, they recline at table. And in the Mass, we recline and find our rest in God, and we share in the heavenly meal that's at the table, which is in receiving the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist. So brothers and sisters, let us prepare our minds and hearts to participate in this heavenly banquet, so that we may no longer become lukewarm in our faith, but try with our whole hearts to enter by the narrow door and have our hearts on fire through the flames of love that's given by Christ in the Eucharist. Amen.